lately and for the last, I would say last few months, about 70% of our listeners are men. We are called the Her Life Blogcast, and the vast majority are 23 to 27 year old men. I'm like so surprised by that. I'm just like so intrigued by this demographic. Welcome back to the Her Life Vlogcast. I have the most special guest today, a returner to our show, Kay Karkinovich. Oh, she nailed it. I've been practicing. (laughs) Oh my God. So for any new listeners, Kay was on back, like literally our second episode, an episode called Herbert She Lied, which we will recap for you shortly, all about online dating because there is nobody who is as professional and online dater as Kay. Like you just have it on lock in a way that I can't even understand. And I just have learned so much from you, especially now that we're quarantine dating online. Welcome back. It's a whole different game. It's a whole new ball game now. Okay. So it deserves its own episode. Truly. Oh my God. I'm so excited to have you here. Before we totally dive in, how are things in New York? You're in New York in a new gorgeous apartment. Thank you. Yes. I just moved um, amidst the chaos. So it's been a whole process just getting settled in, mm-hmm. having a big girl apartment, figuring things out. It's been good though. I mean, it, it's been like pretty calm, I feel like for the most part. There's just fireworks all the time. <sighs> That's my one complaint. Yeah. But it's been pretty good. And part. living with boys, no? Excuse me, men? N- no, boys. <laughs> Make no mistake there, boy. Podcast about what it's like to live with two strange men. I bet. Um, but if I had to sum up my experience with living with men, it would just be the phrase, why are men allowed? I love it. But. Stay tuned for that episode. But you are doing them. You look so just like, this is your vibe. Like, I'm so glad I get to see this. The exposed brick, your twinkly lights. Like, you are just, same hotel in the back. Like, you're just the coolest freaking chick. I love you. I'm just feeling it. You know, I've like... Not to be too deep already, but I've just never felt like so at peace and happy in my life right now. I mean, even despite the current situation of the world. So So that says a lot. Do you know what I mean? To feel so grounded and like whole while the world is literally spinning out of control in like so many ways. We'll get into it. The episode is young, but I'm just, I'm so glad to be here. Happy apartment warming. And I'm just excited to kick off the episode. So (laughs) as I mentioned before, we did an episode a few months back about online dating and I just wanted to do a little recap of some of the characters because I don't think you can just say they're guys these are characters in our dating lives um that I wanted to be kind of like a where are they now episode like have you heard from these guys would you ever reach back out like just where are we at so first up your first ever tinder date I think it was was someone we called Texas Tim Texas Tim great date smooth as hell so sweet he's still in Texas I honestly have no idea. I have not had any contact with him. Yeah, I don't even think I still have his number, honestly. I mean, it was a long time ago already. You know what I mean? We're talking years ago now. Right. It was almost like three years ago. That's okay, but I'm just such a fan. It was such a good date, such a good experience. We talked last time about how formative a good experience for a first online date can be, because if it's a bad experience, like, you are not swiping anymore. Like, you're going to cool it. So we both had good first experiences. I talked about someone we called Bumble Bart, who was just great for a time. Um, I recently, I don't even know if I told you this guy, I might've like done a quick snap blog. He slid back into my DMs. I haven't talked to him in a few months now. We kind of just went our separate ways. I hadn't heard from him certainly since quarantine, since last year, really. And he messaged me. It was like kind of cute. It made my heart flutter because last summer we went to watch the Stanley Cup game. Like that was one of our summer dates. And it was like a year ago. So he sent me like the ESPN one year ago, so-and-so won the Stanley Cup. So it was just like cute. And that was the night that he stayed in my apartment and I lysoled him. He like didn't even think down. Yes. And I was like, I literally said this to him. I was like, "Mm -hmm." not to brag, but like I was ahead of the curve lysoling you before coronavirus was even a goddamn thing. I'm not even kidding. I was thinking about that the other day, like you Lysol on your men and like also just, you know, the world in your bed and stuff. And I'm like, she's really onto something. Like I was ahead of the game. I created the habits and now I don't need to worry about it. So Bumble Bart, thank you for reaching out. Um, who knows what's in our future? He's also been real like active on Instagram about Black Lives Matter, which I think it's just about the hottest thing you could ever do. Honestly, yeah, I support it. Um, <laughs> let's revisit for just a quick second. I'm sure you haven't heard from him, but I give would, us a quick... <laughs> I would just like to know we have this outline for this episode. And so Rachel typed it all up. And so when I was reading it, it literally says Herbert, dishwashing weirdo. 
which is just the perfect way to describe this man. That's literally who he is. <laughs> the answer is absolutely the frick not. I have not heard from this man. If I saw him on the street, I would run the other way. Yeah. Honestly, I oh, have boy. nightmares of like all of my horrendous Tinder online <laughs> dating like dates in one room. Oh and my honestly, god. I feel like if just he was in that room alone, that would be enough for me to just like yeah. have a lot of control. Herbert. I mean, maybe he found his woman, they like bang I mean, and then vacuum. I don't know. I, I <laughs> I'm still hoping that that was all just an elaborate prank to see, like, if he yeah. acting skills. Like, I really... Like, maybe he's, like, a stand-up comic and he's using this for his bit just like we are I, right now. Like, I hope so. I really hope so, because <laughs> if not, I sincerely fear. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so, Herbert, what a guy. And then I followed up your Herbert story. It did not live up, but I told the story of the arm bite guy yes. who mm-hmm. bit my arm last summer. I hadn't heard from him at all. I was kind of offended because he seemed like definitely the type to like reach out in quarantine because like we're you bored. And he, as well. I'm saying like, if you bit my arm, you can send me a text message. Yeah, like, but he didn't. So I was kind of like, okay, weird flex. And then the other day I got super drunk and I snapped him and it was a great little back and forth. So he's back in the picture. <laughs> back on the list, the rotation. He might make another slideshow, so we'll just have to see. Some people are coming back. Who knows when this episode airs, like Herbert, Tim, they oh might God. come crawling back. It could be the lucky I had, factor. I've had some other, other characters we didn't talk about from our past come sliding Really? In. The Rona mm. is just really... If there was ever a time to, like, slide back into a DM that you didn't think you were going to, now's the, I've done it, you know? Honestly, yeah. And even my mom was, like, I was telling her about, like, these, you know, characters. Yeah. Back, and she's, like do you really think it's good to talk to them again? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe this one guy like grew a personality in the last five months and maybe he's right. And like actually, you know, interesting to talk to. And she's like, Kaylee, Nicole, you are so bad. <laughs> like also, you never know also like the context of meeting a person. Like maybe they were having an off week or month. Like maybe they were going through it. You just never know. I think exactly. it's always ha- good to have your roster. Yes. You roster. say that to me all the time. All hot girls have a roster. That's just how it is. That's how it is. And now they're just getting longer and longer the longer this pandemic stretches on. And you know what? That's the silver lining for me. So I'm there glad we're on the same page. There you go. <laughs> oh, but also, so we wanted to obviously catch you guys up on the new quarantine love affairs of our lives because just a lot has been happening. And Kay and I really haven't caught up like the details. We've been keeping each other updated, but like we haven't gone through it. And online dating in a quarantine situation is very different than the normal scene. So what you're about to hear from us, I guess, is just a rundown, some heavy hitters of the past three months or so in no particular order, just to kind of show you the possibilities of what this time could be, you know? (laughs) I'm just so excited. But before we totally get into that, we want to go through, of course, our Her Reflections of the Week. If you are a new listener, every week me and my guests go through the Her acronym. H is for happy, E is for excited, and R is for recent realization. So, Kay, I'm going to kick it over to you. What is your happy for the week? um, I feel like I've been in a pretty, like, consistently happy mood since last time I talked to you. <laughs> yeah. But this week I got to actually go see a friend I haven't seen since quarantine started. And I got to do a, like a little photo shoot for him oh. for his big boy job. Love. So I got to take like his headshot, maybe park. And it was just really nice to kind of like be behind the camera again and do something I used to do so regularly. So it had been a minute for you. Yes. I have not taken photos in so long. And so it's just really nice to actually like, going and do that and then see my friend and just catch up like because he totally. which is like his apartment he's living in Hoboken now and then I'm cool. here so just kind of talked about like hey we're kind of adults now how's it going yeah. so yeah it was really great just that's wonderful we'll see my life, that's the know? thing like slowly but surely we're getting there and it is it just makes you happy oh I'm happy for you um mine this week such a good week for so many reasons and we will get into all of those later on but I finally got all my stuff back I hadn't moved out of my apartment in the Bronx at Fordham since quarantine, I literally came with like a backpack thinking it was spring breaks, like all of us. And then everything happened. So I was living on like one pair of leggings and like my old high school t-shirts for the last, so it just feels good to like have my clothes back and like my speaker and books and like all the just stuff like I forgot I had. So -hmm. it's good to just have it all back. It was also a nice moment of closure to like pack up the apartment. It was so sad and weirdly emotional, not weirdly emotional. I was very much expecting for it to be. Yes. 
but I don't know. I think I needed that because there was nothing like conclusive about senior year. And then this was finally kind of like, okay, we're moving on now and that's okay. And also things happen. So I'm excited to talk about that a little later. We'll get into it. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that. Um, I'm also excited to hear about your E. What are you excited about? Okay. I said this last time on our last episode. <laughs> Such I, a full circle. Full circle moment. I think, I don't even know if I said like, if it's happy or excited, but I am getting my hair done next week yeah. and I'm so excited because it's been like, four months, almost yeah. five months, and I'm, like, about to just shave it off at this point. <laughs> like, my hair has never been this long in my so entire long. life. It's three different colors. Mama <laughs> Kirk came for me and was like, hey, your hair looks like your bricks. Like, every single brick is a different color, just like your hair. And I was like, oof. Love you too, mom. <laughs> Have like, I don't really do a lot of, like, self-pampering, so, like, my getting my hair done is always, like, that time for me. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, excited so for you. It's coming. It's soon. You're going to feel like a new person. Oh, I'm so happy for you. really will, honestly. What about you, Miss Rage? What are you excited for? I'm excited about the future in general, more specifically the job search. I don't mean to brag. I mean, I do not have a job, so, like, I have no right to brag about, like, my job application skills whatsoever, but I feel like my cover letter writing game has just, like, been upped a few notches because I haven't been... I just feel like, obviously, now there's more time to focus on it, so I've taken more time to, like, write a really what I think is a very persuasive cover letter. And I'm just expecting to have like all these PR firms fighting for me I mean, in a few weeks time. So I don't know. And I'm like doing the thing where you act, I'm actually writing different cover letters for each application. Like usually I just use the same one and like send it right. out. But I was like, that isn't working. <laughs> so let's get a little bit more specific. So I'm just kind of focusing a lot of my energy there and it feels good and productive. And I'm excited about it. Stressed, yeah, but you. excited. It's great. What about your realization, Kay? What are we realizing? <laughs> What I've been realizing, I think, like, for me personally, I've always been someone that has to have a plan of some sort. I think mm-hmm. at least just for my life, there's always been, like, okay, like, this is going to be the next step for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was 13, I was, like, okay, I'm going to go to college in New York. High school, I was, like, okay, I'm going to work towards going to college in New York. Yeah. In college, I was, like, okay, can I get this degree, work towards making a career? And then now that I'm graduated, I'm, like, I don't have a plan mm-hmm. because... Miss Rona had other plans for me. Yes. So I think what I've just been realizing is that this has been such a huge transition, like graduating and like mm-hmm. finding a place and really just trying to settle into like the new normal. Um, I think for me, my biggest realization is just taking things a day at a time yeah. and really trying to live like day by day and just Love seeing that. what happens and like being okay with not having a plan right now. And that's so smart. And I think it's, it's kind of all we can do right now, but I think it's so true. Like developing the skills of the go with the flow mentality of like live in the moment and do that. Like this is the perfect time to kind of work that muscle so that when things do go back to normal, we're just going to be like better people. I really think so. Oh, I feel inspired. I'm happy for you. Okay. My realization. Okay. I literally, the only thing I wrote on the outline kids, like, what the hell I wrote, am I dot, 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 a home wrecker? <laughs> okay. I'll explain. So Father's Day was recently, and I don't know about you, but I love Father's Day Instagram posts. Like, I just think it's so fun to go through and, like, see more specifically, like, all the hot guys who may or may not have hot dads and, like, to see how it works out. To be like, will this person look like as hot when he's old? Like, it's just a fun game for me to play. I love Father's Day. I'm sorry if that's weird. I'm not sorry at all. It's just who I am. I was out for Father's Day with my dad, and we were all, like, drinking. My sister was working at the pizza bar place that she works at, and we were just getting drinks all night long. We were having the best time. So, like, by the time we got home, like, I was pretty gone, and it was – I felt great. Like, I was alive, and (laughs) so I was going through my Instagram, and, like, something just came over me. I was literally replying to, like, all these Instagram stories of just, like, hearts and stuff to, like, all these old – tinder matches and like guys I had gone on dates with but like haven't spoke to would be like happy father's day to your dad like I was just really <laughs> I don't know what came over me Long for it. it was like the four strawberry daiquiris I had that was coming over me but it was so fun but then I quickly found so one of the guys was a guy from from a slideshow I keep referencing these slideshows on my finsta I always make slideshows of my love interests to keep my friends all on the same page it's which so I recommend awesome, doing I think it's such a smart way to keep all your girlfriends on the same page Okay, I need you to make a slideshow for me. Updated slash, I will just for you because I want one so bad for you. I do. So but anyway, this guy was on a slideshow from like last year. We dated. 
we, I think we only went out like one or two times and it was like last October, maybe ish, whatever. He's like a very fratty bro, but he was just fun. Like he was a fun time. And his dad was like, so cute. And I was like, Oh my God, your dad's so cute. Like happy father's day. Hope all is well. He did my whole thing with like yellow hearts. Cause I think yellow hearts is like the most innocent heart color. That's just like, so he just liked the message and that was kind of it. And I was like, okay, that's fair. But then I refreshed my thing and he posted this big like tribute to his girlfriend that I didn't know he had. So I was like, oh no, like I totally just slid in his DMs and he has this like nice, pretty girlfriend who he probably loves and loves him. And then I was stalking her Instagram and they just, they've been in love for a minute and I just had no idea. So I'm like, oh, I feel so bad, but I couldn't like re-slide into the DMs and be like, so sorry, I didn't realize, like I just didn't know how to handle it. It, it sucked. I was so mad at myself. Oh my gosh. I really was stressed out because like I did it, like I would never, like I wasn't like, I'm not in love with him. I, I didn't hold yeah. the candle for him in any way. I just thought his dad was cute. He looked good in the picture. I was like, I'm going to send this. And ugh, now I feel bad. So I guess my greater question to you, Kay, is if you're following these guys on Instagram, maybe on Snapchat, like when do you delete the guy? Also, is it rude now if I unfollow him? I checked. He's still following me. I feel like we're at the point where I can unfollow though. Like, I don't know. You seem happy. Like I'm not. What do you think? I don't know. That's a really good question. I feel like I genuinely don't give out my Instagram handle. I mean, I feel like yeah, you said that it's time. more common that yeah. I have been, um, or like guys have asked for it more. Yeah. I guess like to prove I'm a real person, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, but I feel like usually I wouldn't follow if like we had stopped talking and there was like a lull in conversation. Okay. Gosh, like if they do have a girlfriend now. But it's right. interesting that he still follows you and he has a girlfriend. Like, well, that's what I wanted to check. Follow you first. That's what I mean. Because I was like, okay, if he unfollowed me, then I'll unfollow him and it'll be fine. Like, no hard feelings. I'm not saying like, oh, how dare he. It's just like, okay, that's a natural thing. But it's like, especially now that I just DM'd him, like, what if he checks and realizes that I did unfollow? Is he going to think it's just because I didn't get a response? And like, he turned me to, like, I'm just like really overthinking it. And then I was going through, like, there's a lot of guys who was like, I have no idea what they're up to now. It's been months. Right. It's been years. So it's like, when do you just like unfollow? There also is this one guy I went on a date with, like, oh my God, like a year and a half ago. And I still follow him on Instagram, like for whatever reason. And yeah. Like, like each other's pictures. So like, I don't know. It's just, and he has a girlfriend he's like totally in love with now. And like, see, it's so interesting to me. Weird. Yeah. I feel like now I'm at the point in like my online dating life where it's like the next phase has happened where like people are in relationships now that maybe I dated in the past. I just don't know how to handle it. Like, it was a weird, like, oh my God moment for me to right. be like, oh, I so did. And then I'm like feeling bad about her, but like, she doesn't care. Like, they're in love. He, they look really, really cute and happy and I'm happy for them. But I just felt so awkward about it. Am I a home wrecker on Father's Day? <laughs> you know, it happens. It's fine. So we're getting over it. I might, I don't know, I might keep them around. They look happy. Like, it's a good, like, inspo for me. Like, this is the goals, you know? Whatever. Exactly. So that was my realization of, I guess we need to figure out what that, I don't know. It just yeah, do what feels right, I guess. That's, please let me know because I, I know whatever people think, please do let us know. Cause I'm very curious about it. Anyway. Okay. That was a good, good round of reflections. I feel like we learned a lot. Um, we really ran the gamut there. I love that segment because you really talk about a lot of stuff. Okay. Now let's move into another favorite of mine, Swoon of the Week. I almost didn't put a swoon of the week this week because we have like real life swoons that we're definitely going to talk about, but I, I literally can't help it. It's just so much fun to see who everybody's crushing on. So, okay, take it away. Okay. Mine is like so random and so <laughs> weird. <laughs> I was literally thinking about this last night when I was trying to like come up with a swoon. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to really like come for Rachel and just show her like the inner workings of my mind. I love it. Um, so... I, because of quarantine, I've been on TikTok, like, guilty admission, it's fine. <laughs> but there's this one guy that's on TikTok, and his name is Ben, and he, his handle is Ostrich Plug, <laughs> and he basically runs, like, a rescue ranch out of his backyard in Texas, and he's just, like, the most chaotic, like, good energy of a person, like, so true. He's not even, like, the hottest man alive. He's just so cute and hilarious. Like, this man mm. could totally post to me tomorrow, and I would say yes in a heartbeat. But he's just, like, so... I just... Someone, like, just everyone go watch his videos, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Like, he's just so random and funny. Yeah. I, like, love his videos. He's so cute, and he's also really committed to, like, 
protecting animals and like rescuing them and like rehabilitating them and like releasing them back if they can be a huge like decision I've made since Corona started is I actually went vegan. Um, and I've been pretty committed to it, I'd say. Um, so I think that's just something I'm realizing too, is like how much like animals mean to me, especially after reading a ton of articles about like the meat industry right now and not being able to keep up with like the demand slash being shut down because of the virus and like how many animals they were just literally killing because they couldn't even take care of them and just all like that going to waste. I don't know. It just really, really bothered me like super deeply. I decided to just start reducing the intake slowly and then I just finally like cut it off and it's been yeah. a really great decision and that's so but, admirable um, like that is a big lifestyle decision to make and I just think I, that's wonderful I'm so proud of you and so like that's been cool and then even um my spoon man he rescued some like broiler tricks which are literally the ones that people eat and um he was saying like I think a lot of people have told me they're genetically incapable of living longer than eight weeks when they're supposed to be slaughtered and he's like, I'm going to see if they do live long, if like we take care of them. And they just made it over the eight week mark and they're still Yay! alive. So like, it yeah. really is a heartwarming swoon. I think this is such a good pick, a unique pick, but with a good message. Yes. He's so we love cute. Ben. And so weird. And I love him. And if anybody knows him and wants to hook me up with them, I'd really appreciate it because I'm kind of obsessed with him. But. You heard it here first. No, and you're so right. It's just, it's chaotic energy, but the best kind of chaotic energy. Like he's so sweet. You could just tell you sent me a few <laughs> videos yes. and I'm just like, <laughs> I get it. Please just watch this and like understand why. I, I see it and I feel it. But Great pick. Eating? Great pick. Okay. So my pick this week is Bubba Wallace who I sort of knew of because my dad is like a huge NASCAR fan. We are a big NASCAR household. And so anyway, he is the only African-American driver at the top level of NASCAR. So first of all, like what an accomplishment. He's also just like super hot. I put a picture of him on our outline so Kay could see him. Like he's just a hot guy. Like there's just, there's whatever. But there's so much more to this soon. So I'm interested to get your take on it. So the only African-American driver at the top level of NASCAR The point is, I think there's so much pressure on being like that first only different kind of thing to represent an entire race sometimes. And I just think some recent events have made this like startlingly clear. So I wanted to give you the story, Kay, in case you didn't know. So there's good news and bad news about things happening in NASCAR in light of the Black Lives Matter movement. The good thing is that NASCAR recently banned all displays of Confederate flags, kind of about time, but also NASCAR is a very redneck thing and so much redneck culture like that sounds so ridiculous to say but it's true is like wave the confederate flag which is so screwed up literally like growing up my not because of my family but because of my high school I would say like kids would fly confederate flags off the back of their pickup trucks like in Pennsylvania we're not even in the south and I remember being so confused as to like why this was a thing we were celebrating but it just seemed so normal so I'm just I bring that up just to say it's so ingrained and I think it's like finally we're kind of coming to our senses as a nation so like A plus to NASCAR, long overdue, but I think speaking to that kind of crowd, what I'm calling the redneck crowd, is an important message to be sending to an important group of people who otherwise aren't getting it. You know what I mean? Right. So that was good NASCAR news. The disgusting, horrifying, terrible NASCAR news was that on the evening of Sunday, June 21st, so literally on Father's Day, just this past week, at the Talladega Speedway, Um, a noose was found in Bubba Wallace's garage. Someone literally hung like a rope. Disgusting, terrible. Not even worth discussing because there's nothing to say except for that it's heinous. Um, But there was a really nice display from all the other NASCAR drivers at the start of the race. They all pushed Bubba Wallace's car to the start line like together in this beautiful act of solidarity and kind of standing. The hashtag I stand with Bubba was all over Twitter. They wrote it on the track. It was a whole thing. And then after all this kind of went down, he, I don't know if it was a tweet or from an interview, but he said, sorry, I'm not wearing my mask, but I wanted to show whoever it was, you're not going to take away my smile and that I'm going to keep on going. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I don't know. And I've read a lot about this incident and it was kind of like, everyone's mostly saying, thanks for doing this, whatever asshole did it, because you're getting so much opportunity for so much growth within the sport and the community and everyone's banding together behind Bubba Wallace in such a beautiful way. It was a overall a heartwarming story, even though it was so disgusting and terrible. Swoon of the week. I think that response is the most swoon worthy thing, right? We love him. He's super hot and he's doing big things for a group of people who need to hear these messages, I would say. 
Absolutely. Uh, so we're swooning for Bubba. We're swooning for Ben. Another great round. I'm never mad at that segment. I love it so much. I'm all smiley just thinking about. Right? It's such a swoon. I love it. Okay. Now let's move right along. I want to do a content catch up, mostly talking about white allyship and what we're kind of reading to educate ourselves Mm -hmm. about the movement and how we as white girls can help. So I'll start us off. I told you I'm reading more than enough Elaine Weltroth. I talked about this so much before. She's such inspiration. You should definitely follow her on Instagram because I just think her content is great overall. I've learned a lot from her. Her book is a wonderful read. I'm just learning a lot. I also read Thick, which is an essay collection by Tressy McMillan Cottom. And then I have I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, oh, My Angelo, which I have never read. I read it so, I think, in high school and honestly just... Yeah, I've never read it. So that's next up on the list. I'm excited about it. Yeah, just learning a lot. I'm really just happy that there's this nationwide book club happening right now where we can all talk about reading these books. What about you? It's been really inspiring to see just like the surge of wanting change. You know, I feel like we've seen so many injustices for so long, like just thinking about Ferguson and like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was all like hot and like available for a week and then everyone just like forgot about it or just Mm -hmm. whatever, which is horrible. And then now Mm -hmm. I think everyone's just saying like we've really had enough and this is just not okay. Like, I think a lot of more white people are realizing too, like we really don't know as mm-hmm. much as we need to know and should know. So that's really been what I've been thinking about mainly a lot. Like I decided to actually take a little bit of an Instagram break mm-hmm. and start reading the White Fragility book. I think for me, like social media is a tricky one for me because I mm-hmm. also, I'm like someone who doesn't want to rely on other people posting for me to get my education. Me to be yeah. like, okay, like, I read this one article on Instagram. I'm super woke now, you know, yeah. I think just I've been really taking the time to kind of like step back and work mm. on myself and really just try to like deconstruct my mind and really totally. see like, especially reading white fragility it's really helping me kind of break things mm. down and understand how like, these certain biases I've had and not recognized for a long time or mm-hmm. things in my life that I never really questioned are kind of like the harsh realities of people of color and totally. it's been really helpful and I think also just not really being super wrapped up in Instagram or Facebook, especially Facebook, like yep. it's been helpful to kind of just work on myself and really pursue like a change for me and not just relying on the people mm-hmm. of color I follow on Instagram or relying on other people to like educate me, like for me to actually go yeah. and read for myself and search for myself. I feel like that has been a lot more helpful for me, just like taking yeah. it upon myself to go and make a change. If that makes sense. A thousand percent. I think that's a really great way to put it because that's something I've been struggling with. I can kind of identify when I need a social media break and I do it with Snapchat a lot because I can just tell like it's getting too much. I'm like too obsessive about one thing or I'm too worried about this person. Right. Like whatever the case is, I can tell when it's happening and I know it's been happening with Instagram for a long time. But I feel like until hearing you speak on it, I kind of felt like I didn't want to shut all of it out because I was like, it's making me uncomfortable to be on Instagram. It's making me feel like frustrated and everything. But I was like, maybe it's important for me to work through these emotions. And I think sometimes that is super true. Like it's important for me to be confronted with it on such a regular basis that even when I'm doing the acts that I normally do for like escapism and to get away from like my thoughts, it's confronting me over and over and over again. I think there's something really powerful and healthy and good about that. But at the same time, right, you, you have to, this is a long run kind of deal. We're not talking about a week of you know what I mean? Like escapism. We're talking about like long change. That's, and I really think that it's happening. I don't, I hope that's not a naive way to think of it, but I feel like something feels so different now, you know? So I think the way you're phrasing it is really helpful for me to hear. I think especially Facebook, I need to get off Facebook. It's just not, it's not helping me. And if I can't help myself then I can't help my family and the people who need to hear these good messages, you know what I mean? It starts with you. Yeah. And then that's the thing too, is like, making the change for yourself looks different for every person. Yeah. I think for me, my biggest fear has been like, I don't want to just repost something and then be performative. Wash and Wash your like, hands of it. Like, you yeah. know, I'm done my part. Like I really wanted to take as much action as I could, whether that was like signing a petition or texting mm-hmm. or emailing or like just sitting down and kind of challenging like my inner yeah. minds and like my inner comforts, you know? Totally. So, Totally. And it's inspiring to see. I just think I'll end with this because we could talk about this forever. It definitely could be its own thing, but and I think it's important we're talking about it, but I just, I feel very reassured to be around like-minded people. And I think I'm so 
proud of the Fordham community, specifically like Fordham RAs, who I follow on Instagram and who have been teaching me so much. And it's just such a strong, powerful group of people, group of women really, who are teaching and, and black women. Like I've learned so much just from my own peer group. And I think that's such a powerful thing. I think I always knew we were in a cool little subgroup, mm -hmm. but now seeing the level of dedication and just like how driven everyone is, is it really is mind blowing to me. I'm so it's happy so to sort of even be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. totally. One more piece of content completely unrelated, but that's related to what we're going to talk about. Yes. Netflix just released season two of dating around, which is my favorite dating show probably ever. I love it so much. Kate, you haven't seen it, right? Yeah, no. So I'll give you kind of like the rundown. Each episode is with a different, we'll say the star of the episode. So if I was a star of the episode, I go on the exact same date with five different guys and they kind of shoot it. It's, it's shot very dramatically. It almost looks like a scripted show because just the lighting is good. Like they have it all set up really well. And it's just very cinematic, I would say, but they kind of transition in and out as all the dates are happening. So it seems like they're all happening at the same time. Everyone wears the same thing. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. And then at the end of the first date, the star gets to pick like one second date. So that's the whole thing. Like who's she going to pick? Da, da, da. And I just really am into the way it's done. It makes me want to go out yeah. and date because it's so fun to watch people just having these like giddy little moments of like maybe a new thing. And then the not so great moments. I feel like I learn a lot about like, my own dating style and what I want to use and what I want to not use. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just such a fun watch. And it really does just make me want to get out in New York city and date. Don't you miss it? You're kind of doing it. I'm kind of doing it, but yeah, there honestly, like there's just nothing like having your Carrie Bradshaw moment mm. and dating in your twenties. And, and honestly, like, I feel like dating in New York city is so different than any other place. Mm -hmm. Like, I tried doing Tinder back home in L.A., and it just was, like, not the same. I don't know, maybe yeah. I just, me and L.A. don't clash, but, like, <laughs> New York City no, is just where I totally at. agree. For, like, home for me is northeastern Pennsylvania, where it's the high school and the neighboring high school, and that's the only people you're getting. But even, so it's surprising to hear that even in another big city, it's not the same. I just think there is something special about New York. I think it really is. It's the place to be. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about Kay's quarantine dating. I'm so excited. But first I have to say, I think this is such a phenomenal stat and I'm so intrigued by it. I'm very into like the demographics of our listeners lately. And for the last, I would say last few months, about 70% of our listeners are men. Literally, like we are called the Her Life Blogcast and the vast majority are men listening. Like That's men so in the like 23 to 27 year old men. I'm like so surprised by that. I mean, hopefully they're learning about the ladies and the ladies' mind. I have some theories. I feel like that's kind of what I lead with, especially now on the dating app. It's like, oh, what are you doing to pass the time? What are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm doing this blog and broadcast kind of thing. So then it's like, ooh, right. let me listen. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to see the guys who actually do listen, but I feel like more are continuously listening than I realized. And I think some of your dates are listening because you've mentioned this. You've been on before. <laughs> I'm just like so intrigued by this demographic. Like, it's such a thing now. I'm just surprised, but I like it. Like, I feel like hopefully they're well, learning. I'm a little flattered. I don't know, but also, like, girls, where are you at? Like, we're supposed to be talking to you. Like, this is for you specifically. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's the breakdown. I had to tell you. Amazing. So who knows who's listening? So this will be even more interesting to get into what we're about to get into. The main segment for today's episode is Do It For The Girls Who Can't, which is a segment we introduced, I think, just last week with Emma because she has been doing a little dating herself. We're going to hear about that next week, not to worry. But essentially, give me your anecdotes. Tell me what you're doing for all the girls who are stuck in small towns who can't be out there actually meeting guys. Do it for the girls who can't. We both have things to say. I'm so nervous. Okay, so... By and large, this has been like a quiet quarantine. I haven't left Pennsylvania, except of course to pack up my things. But recently, because of that, things changed, and I got to meet up with I will just say like an old flame. He was also featured on a slideshow, so it's like nobody knew. Mm -hmm. My point is, it was nice to see him again. I think it would have been nice to see anybody again. You know what I mean? Just it was just nice. It was a nice way to say goodbye to my apartment. Yeah. I have no regret. It was, like, you know, yeah. I just feel like it was a good cap of the year, the year of rage. I think I've grown a lot in the last year. Like, if we did this episode a year ago, there wouldn't be much to talk about. 
I don't know. I'm just happy. It was a do it for the girls who can't moment because I wasn't sure if I should go through with it, but it was just good catching up with him, etc. And my favorite part of the whole evening at one point, he looked at me and he was like, wait, are you going to talk about this on the blog? Does he listen? So he could be listening right now. He's in the 70%. Okay. He's in the 70%. I really hope he is listening. I don't know. I feel like I didn't do it justice. I just don't want to go into detail, you know? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, a good (laughs) private moment. Yeah, just let your imagination. It was just, it was nice. Yes. I like, I love to see how far you've come, too. Mm. I remember you were talking about, like, Tinder in the first place, like, many, many years ago. Yeah. And so it's just really cool to see, like, how far you've come and, like, grow as a person in the dating world and becoming, like, so much more comfortable. And I think a lo- genuinely, I'm not just saying this because you're on Zoom with me right now. Like, I think so much of that is because of you, because you were a really good example for me and Emma too. You know what I mean? Like, I think you were someone that we could be like, she's out there doing it, living her life and she's using the apps to do it. And we can do that too. And now we are. Ugh, okay. We love you. Anyway, but to circle back to my, to my do it for the girls who can't anecdote, my main thing now is just trying not to like convince myself I'm in love with him. I know I'm not in love with him, but I do this thing every time whenever there's like a new moment with a new person I'm like we're gonna yes. like there was such a vibe and I feel it in my soul and like he's probably in love with me now and we're gonna mm-hmm. get married so like I just have to be like don't freak out and like it's okay that he's not texting me all the time but oh we need to hear about you what is your like I'm just throwing it at you you can tell us as much or as little about as many or as few guys as okay. you want so basically when I moved I redownloaded tinder I'd been off of it for a minute and started swiping all the things and I came across this profile of this guy who went to Fordham so I was like oh my gosh like (laughs) and um also a redhead which is great check check gotta preserve our dying breed you know what I mean Uh, and then also like his you know you can add your like occupation Mm -hmm. it's a chemist and so I was like "Mm, okay like science boy <laughs> boy create a girl I don't know how this will go right maybe it's an opposite to track moment yeah. who knows because usually I'm into guys who are more creative yeah like a thing for me but like, I was like you know what I'm a good sport that's like right both fight match and then we start talking come to find out this man is not just any old chemist but he creates candles perfumes scents for different places but specifically bath and body works if anybody knows me Personally, I have a horrific sickness and addiction to Bath and Body Works. Like, I kid you not, I have an entire drawer in my room full of their perfumes. Like, I probably have 30 or 40 of them. Like, not exaggerating. May I ask your favorite scent? French lavender and honey is my favorite, but it's a discontinued scent, R.I.P. Also, the rose scent. Okay. I'm a Japanese cherry blossom girl, but... It's it's fantastic. I love them all. Yeah, I love them all. I have literally 30 to choose from <laughs> this is incredible but like talk about a match made in heaven like this is a yeah. random weird obsession that you have exactly. and then you find a chemist who freaking works for bath and body yes. I, can't. So I, like, I told him i was like oh my god you're actually like my hero and maybe the coolest person <laughs> i've ever met and any person that goes with me to the mall i literally pull them aside and i'm like hey heart to heart with you I am not allowed to go into Bath and Body Works. Like, you cannot let me go. I will try and drag you in there. Don't let me do it because as soon as I inhale that store air, I black out and then I walk $50 out. It adds up quick. It is such a sickness. So we were talking for a while, honestly. I feel like probably longer than I usually talk to people before I, like, ask them to meet face-to-face. I personally Mm -hmm. really hate talking over text or like over the phone I'm just very much an in-person kind of person but totally quarantine yeah so at first he was like you know I don't know like I wish I could go on a date with you like right away and I was like totally get it you know then it turned into how about a socially distanced picnic and I was like yeah for sure like let's do it and then it turned into you know maybe it doesn't have to be socially distanced and I was like okay sure whatever and so it's maybe like two days before we're supposed to go out. And this man texts me and he's like, hey, uh, just want to confess to you. I was like stalking your Instagram and I found out about the podcast you did. And I just want to say, like, I love the sound of your voice. And so at first I'm like, oh, thanks. And then I pause and like choke and I'm like, 
which podcast did you hear? <laughs> because I, I, you know, I popped in here and there on the Hurt Life. And he's like, oh, the Tinder one. And I was like, the one. Wait, hey. can I say something that I remember from this incident? Because you texted me. I have to say this. I'll edit it out if you want to, but I can't not for this moment. Kay, text me a screenshot from this guy. Just found your podcast, like your voice is so hot, whatever he said. I don't remember what he said. But Kay had not even saved Homeboy's number. Like it was literally just, she didn't even save his contact. And he had gone deep into her tagged photos on Instagram to find this episode from months ago. (laughs) And she didn't even save his number. I think that was such a badass move. Like I have never had more respect for you. Like, she is vetting these guys. Like, I will not save your number until you listen to the whole freaking episode and take notes. <laughs> yeah, that's the new role. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. It's my favorite thing. Um, but no, I'm sure you saved his number by now. You guys are like, yeah, okay, good. My, my rule for myself, actually, is I don't save a guy's number until I meet them at least once. Because, okay. oh, my gosh, I think it was, it's from Monsters, Inc. When Sully names Boo, and then mm-hmm. Mike Wazowski's, like, you can't name it. You're going to get attached to it. There are two, four. <laughs> I don't save men's numbers until I meet them at least once and decide if I like them or not. I think that is the best rule I have ever heard. That's my rule because I don't want to get all like, oh my God, like someone so texted me. Because <laughs> like for me, it's like, you know. So true. If you worth my time, I'll save you as a contact because also it's just so annoying to go back and delete contacts later when like so things don't work out. Wait, I, this is my new fit. I'm doing this from now on in my life. This is so funny. You're going to get attached. Deserved. Attached. So, yeah. Great. Oh, my God. Well, you have since met him, so the number is saved. How are things going with Candleman? Things are great. I'm going to call him Candleman Cody. Okay. So, we went on a picnic together for our first date. Freaking cute. It was honestly so cute. He um, lives in this area, like, called Stytown, which is in, like, the Lower East Side a little bit. And um, there's, like, this park literally like in the backyard of his building basically oh. it's like the pseudescent oval and there's like a fountain and like the trees it's just nice like just being yeah. outside was fantastic I think it was my first time like outside outside in a really long time yeah so in his tinder profile he was wearing these like crazy pants with poinsettia prints on them wow and so I told him I was like you should wear those and he's like you think I won't I was like I guess did he wear them so he did he wore these <gasps> pants Stop so it. I was like, wow, I think I'm kind of in love with you a little bit, just for the pants. That's a move. Oh, also, I told you, I'm just really blank, so I'm just so excited about points of pants. But before we were on the date, he was texting me, like, beforehand, and he was like, hey, like, let me know your favorite scents from Bath and Body Works, and I'll make you a candle and bring it. And I was like, time out, time out. Don't joke with me about Bath and Body Works. Okay, don't do it. You can't play with me about this. And he's like, no, I'm 100% serious. So I just gave him a few, like, scents to pick from. And then he's texting me, like, about to meet up at the park. And he's like, okay, great. Like, I'm bringing the candles. And I was like, candles? Plural. Is in plural? And he's like, yeah, I need you three. Candleman Cody brings me three candles. So we get to the park, talking to everything. It's going great. He brings wine and strawberries. I bring him cheeses on request from him. I bring the blankets. It's like a cute little vibe, a cute little moment. Um, You're equals in this relationship. I like this already. Like, this is very healthy and balanced. And so he's like, okay, so I have your candles. They're just at my apartment. And I was like, oh. Cody's got game. Are they, Cody? I respect the hell out of that. Cody's got game. So you planned this whole thing. Like, I'm going to make her the candles and just leave them. Um, I actually have one lit right now. She is setting the mood. It's rose water and ivy for my bath and body works for So you got to his place. And he gives me the candles. He gave me rose water and ivy, which is, like, my favorite. I love floral scents. I also love, like, the florals with, like, the wood kind of combined. Amazing. Wait, can I say something? Sorry, I had rose water and ivy soap in my bathroom when we did our last episode I remember because you were just like oh my god I love this scent like this is so good so like another full circle I just had to throw it in there <laughs> oh my gosh I'm gonna cry and so we're hanging out and he's just like yeah so um are you gonna talk about me on the next episode you have with Rachel and I was like Cody knows my name 
yes cody knows your name and i was like what the hell and then he started like quoting so many things he was like yeah so um i want to see if i'm like a better kisser than herbert and i was like you really listened to the whole thing didn't you and then oh my gosh i keep telling the story out of order i'm sorry my brain's just all over the place there's no order (laughs) truly so after he like listened to the podcast before we like went out he was like hey uh, in in your in the podcast you mentioned that herbert was five seven and i'm five seven and i was like oh no so i went and re-listened to what i had said because i don't didn't remember it a ton Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh god i'm such a terrible person because i was like yeah i'm kind of shallow about like hate and all this stuff Cody is like I just want to let you know like if that's a deal breaker like I totally understand but like I don't want to just be like surprised I'm a short king you know and I was like oh my god I just wanted to shoot myself in the face and I felt so bad about that Um, oh but like also can I say the confidence of a man who's gonna be like I'm gonna tell you up front I'm five seven before like I I'm not gonna lie I melted a little bit like the candle the candles and I'm not saying like it, it takes confidence to just admit you're five seven but I'm saying like n- listening to that and then like bringing it to your attention I think yes. is very character revealing in a great yes. way I was very like taken aback in a great way yeah like all of a sudden he was six seven so to you I was like, um I was like hey like honestly my only deal breaker when it comes to you know short man syndrome about it where they're like trying to overcompensate or just always like you know, you can't wear heels with me, like, you can't yeah. do this with me, because I hated one of those, and it was not fun, and he's not like, good. no, I don't care, like, you can wear heels with me anytime you want, like, whatever, and I said, as long as you're confident, I don't care, so yeah, that was a whole ordeal, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, this podcast is getting me in trouble, I feel like. I know, we gotta be careful what we're saying! And then, I saw him, like, a few days after that, pretty recent, back-to-back, and this time we went and got ice cream and we went to support this black business that's in the area next to him with ice Love. cream. I don't know. There's things I like want to say and things I don't want to say. I mean, that's we should conversations off camera about things. Of course. And then he actually came over to my apartment like recently. And like, that was pretty cool. Cause it's like, you know, yeah. first person over in my place. The place. Yes, I haven't, all my friends are living at home right now. So it was cool. Yeah. Kind of, like, like that's a memory. Some- Exactly. So I was like, you should feel special. And he's like, yeah, I kind of do. I think like just to stay in the wholesome zone of this podcast, but I've never really felt like so excited to be seeing someone, if that makes sense. Like it just kind of feels like the first time I've like ever gone out with someone, if that makes sense. Like I feel like I'm 17 again and like just kiss someone for the first time. And like, oh my God, like, wow. You know what I mean? And that's kind of just like the vibe I feel with him. Like, it really feels so fresh and new every single time. And I think like, he's kind of one of the first people I've really just been like, okay, you know, I'm taking this moment by moment, Beautiful. really trying not to get too ahead of myself. Cause I feel like that's kind of how I am as a dater. I'm very much like, okay, like, you know, long-term, like what's happening? Like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Is he just a short term? Whatever. You know, I'm just so over yeah. the top thinking about things like that. And I feel like this is literally like one of the first times I've been out with someone and I'm like, you know what? I'm just really enjoying like getting to know this person and like, taking it through each step and not just like totally myself but honestly yeah like I just the excitement is so weird and so insane and like I don't know like it's just yeah no I think it's a mix of things first of all watching you talk about this is my favorite thing in the world because you're just like so freaking cute and I just love the love okay (laughs) second of all I think it's a mix of things I think it's on the one hand it's kind and I might be hyping it up too much Candleman Cody I'm sorry if this is true but like (laughs) I just feel like you're kind of defying the odds. Like, there's a global pandemic. There's all kinds of ha- crap happening in our country. And mm-hmm. none of that matters because you met a great guy and you're just kind of making it work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just so great. And, like, I think this is, like, the first time I've actually, like, really vibed with someone, like, sure. Yeah. Just, like, I feel weird talking about it because, for me, it really doesn't bother me. But, like... Just for all the homegirls out there, they're like, I don't know if I can ever date a shorter person. And like, really, it doesn't matter if you it's don't. So the person, you know, it's just totally. about the person. Like, it's not uh, all about the ballers all the time. Oh no, they're great sometimes, Rachel. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you know yeah it's just yeah. Been really cool like I literally feel like a teenager again just with like the excitement. I love it. It's like go do new things and like such a good sign. And it's also just like what a fun thing to enjoy right now. You know what I mean? Like it's just a good thing for this moment. Live in the moment day by day and we'll see what happens by the time we do our next episode. Yes. He's quite the catch. I'll say that. I'm just so happy. I love watching you talk about him. <laughs> I could do it all day. Like, it's just beautiful. You, you just seem so happy. You really do in all ways, like not just guys, guys aside, you just seem like you're in such a good place. And I, I don't know how many people could say that right I now. I almost feel like guilty for being in such a good place considering no. like everything that's going on. But I literally feel, I don't know, like I also like wrote this on the outline, but I just feel like so gorgeous, like inside and out. I just like get such a comfortable place in my life. Like in my inner peace, I feel like, is making me feel so, like, beautiful and comfortable, and, like, I think it's been a really long time since I've felt that, especially with, like, everything, like, going on with the changes and stuff, and so, like, to feel that way on my own is amazing, but also, like, seeing someone that makes me feel like that times 20 is just, like, super awesome. A thousand percent, and it's, like, this didn't just happen overnight, like, it's not like you just, like, got lucky and everything's working out great, like, you did a lot of work, do you know what I mean? Like, you've worked on yourself, you're so, like, you're someone I so admire for just always taking it all in and learning from every experience. And I just think it's beautiful to see. So So stay tuned. Kimmelman, Cody, I know you're listening. I hope I did you justice. This man has been asking me every time I hang out, like when this episode's coming out, he's like, I can't wait to hear you narrate our dates, X, Y, Z. So beautiful. I hope this was you justice. I think you absolutely Bye. did. I'm excited for his feedback. Hopefully he'll send it our way. I don't know. Maybe give us, hey, Candleman Cody, like, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, all we of the did. things. Um, we so appreciate it. Yeah, I don't think there's a better way to round out this episode, Kay. I think we landed on a really great place. Thank absolutely. you so much for being here. We're going to have Kay on again next week for the 4th of July special, Left on Red, White, and Blue. I'm so excited to talk more about ghosting and quarantine dating and just getting everybody's perspective on the steps to building a relationship in quarantine which Kay has done okay so stay tuned for that that's coming out July 5th in the meantime you guys can follow us on Instagram at her.blog.life and you can catch behind the scenes videos of our recordings just search Rachel Malik on YouTube and you'll find the channel so that's so exciting as always thank you guys so so much for listening Kay I cannot thank you enough for being here for having me on your amazing amazing podcast I love you so much thank you guys for listening I'm Rachel Malik this has been the Her Life Blogcast